0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. We're happy to be back with you folks at this time. The Lord is gracious unto us, supplying the needs. And yet we could use a little help if individual like to hear the old gospel message going out on a regular basis. And I've asked many of you to let me know what station you're listening so we'll know if the station is uh, having any results. If not, we'll cancel that station and go on to another station so we're happy to be back with him. We're bringing you these studies on blood redemption, blood in the Old Testament. We'll get to blood in the New Testament shortly, and uh, we're looking there how that the Lord had sent Moses to uh, Pharaoh, "Let my people go," he told him. Well, we saw what happened, didn't we? And the rebellion broke out. Uh, Pharaoh would not let the, would not let them go, and then we uh, compare that to how the Lord, dealing with a sinner telling satan let my let my individual go and uh, satan always uh, attempts to keep this keep you know you know if you're not saved you're a child of satan and he doesn't want his children to get away no so he he begins to uh, convince you that the old trailblazer that other pastors are not telling the truth and that you can get by some way or another by this that and other and then we have all of this uh, uh easy believingism. that's Stuff has been watered down to where there's no substance there. And, uh, but under that kind of preaching, uh, no sinner ever gets saved. I tell you, those three million Jews there in that uh, brick hills of Egypt were made to feel the lash of the taskmaster's rod. And they were made to feel and to know the bitterness of bondage. And they saw the judgments falling. And they knew, they knew that it could soon fall on them. And the Lord began to break their rebellion and broke it slowly till they come to admit their utter helplessness and hopelessness apart from, the hope, from Jehovah God. Now, let me tell you something, my friend. You tell me you love the old trailblazer. You've been listening a long time and all of those things. But as long as there's one spark of rebellion in your heart, you won't ever get saved. No, you may be a big worker in the church big worker, maybe the pastor of a church, but if there's rebellion in your heart against the Lord or against anyone, and I know folks say, Trailblazer, uh, why you, why you mention that so often, rebellion? It's because every sinner apart from the grace of God is a rebel, is a rebel, rebellious devil. Most folks, uh, that I know outside of Christian people, outside of born-again believers, they hate the Lord and, uh, in essence, they do. They don't stand out in this big road and shake their fist at God. No, they don't do that. But listen, the Lord will never apply the blood to your heart until you've been broken, until that spirit has been broken. Now, I see that on, you know, you could see it uh, even as a child growing up, how that they rebel against their parents. We have that so much today. And uh, and yet, even, even uh, wherever you look. But listen. God never delivered those individuals there until they were broken, and all that rebellion was gone, and they submitted unto deliverance. So it is with you, my sinner friend. You tell me you want to be saved? You out there who tell me, written me, email me that you want to be saved? Unless that heart is broken, God will never apply the blood. God never dips a sinner in the blood against his will. Did you know the Lord doesn't save you against his will? against your will. The scripture says in one place, ye willed not to come to me that you might have life. That's, what, that's the will of God's, of, of every uh, lost sinner. You will not to come to Christ. Oh, I find that there's only one thing that God will not despise about an individual, and that's a broken heart, and that's so. In Psalm 51, we find the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. And then in Isaiah 57, God gives us these words, For thus saith the high and mighty, the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is the holy, I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit. Then again in Isaiah 66, But to this man will I look, Even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit and humbleth or trembleth at my word. Then Psalm 34 says, The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Oh, listen, folks. Listen. Do you see those words? Go back there and read them if you will. Isaiah 57, Psalms 51, and then. Psalm Isaiah 66 go ahead and read those verses. Psalm 34:18. but listen if, if you want to be saved, you say what 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 do I need to do? People call me, ask me pastor what do I do to be saved. Uh, fall down at the feet of Christ and in essence, let the Lord break your heart and get ask the Lord to break that stubbornness of your heart. I know folks that are so stubborn, they're just stubborn. Uh, I, I just tell you, I I, I know folks that, that will not have anything to do with righteousness or with God's people and, and they, they 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 despise the true preaching and they despise I've seen I've seen men who walk out of the church and their fists doubled up with a with the demons seem like coming out of their eyeballs just in rebellion against God. Oh, I mean, I know, friend. I know, I know how it is. But listen, The Lord had to break the hearts of those folks there. uh, Even as slaves, even as slaves, they were proud that they were Jews. They were proud. And you may be proud of who you are. Well, I won't. I won't. Yes, you will. Listen, so it is with an old hell-deserving sinner. Everyone I've ever known is proud, and God has to break it. How long God takes to break your heart, I don't know. But God never saves a sinner till that heart is broken. It's broken, my friend. And then the Lord has to keep it broken day by day, day by day. And uh, and I remember uh, under the Spirit's work, uh, the Lord had to break all of that stuff, break all of that rebellion, and day and night there become a cry, Lord, keep it broken. The Lord enters only into a broken heart, a heart that's completely broken completely emptied, emptied, poured out, God enters into that heart. It is a heart that is broken and lies prostrate at the feet of Christ. And I know that you don't hear much preaching like that today, do you? You don't hear much of that. I find that many of our pastors and preachers do not want to offend anyone. I've, I've heard where evangelists go into a certain area to preach a, a meeting, they call it. And the pastor would tell him say now all our folks are saved you don't need to worry about that and the evangelist would get up and say well we don't all we're going to do is talk about the love of god we don't want to offend nobody we don't want to hurt your feelings and we know that that your pastors told me you're all saved well my friend i preach the old AAA is a preacher like you're all lost like you're all outside of christ and that way uh maybe you maybe the lord will touch your heart but if I come on here and say, well, I know you're all saved, I, I just you just relax, don't you? But my friend, you know whether you're saved or not. I believe every individual knows whether he's saved or not. Would you, would you just admit that you're either saved or either lost? If you're saved, you're a new creature in Christ. You have a lot to praise the Lord for. And I praise the Lord for you. If you know the Lord, I'd like to hear from you. I'd like to hear how the Lord saved you. Tell me. If you're trusting the Lord or if you made a decision for Jesus, that's not salvation. Well, I don't want to hear when you was baptized. That's not salvation. But, oh, my friend, has the Lord ever broken your heart? When the Lord said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear my voice and open the door, I will come in. That's in Revelation 3. He set forth the fact that the open door of any human heart is a broken heart and that he enters only into a broken heart. I'm pleading with you, my friend. I'm pleading with you. Turn to the Lord. The old pastor, Pastor Shelton, used to when he was here for 50 years or so. At the close of many of his messages, he would cry out, out of the depths of his soul, down center, down at the feet of Christ. And I repeat that. I echo those, those words, my friend. So it was with these three million Jews there in the land of death, held captive by Satan. And, and uh, God had to break their resistance and all of that rebellion. When that rebellion was broken, God said, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. And you shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening, and they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper post of the houses, wherein they shall eat it, and they shall eat the flesh in that night. Roast it with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it, and thus shall, thus they shall eat with their loins girded, their shoes on their feet, their staff in their hand, and you shall eat it in haste, it is the Lord's Passover. That's in a, Exodus 12. If you want to read that, now we didn't go into all of the plagues, but you can go back there and read those those ten plagues. How that day after day, time after time, the Lord uh, entreated Pharaoh through Moses and Aaron, and he he would he would uh, uh, say okay, and then he would turn his back, and the Lord brought the plagues. He brought the plagues of the lice and the locusts and the and the dust. And the, and the blood in the streams and the rivers and the waters and all of those plagues that you can go back to and read. I wish you would. I'd be do your heart good to show how that the Lord, how it took the Lord to break the, 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 the back of Pharaoh, so to speak, that he would finally let those people go. And that's exactly how he has to do of every sinner. All those things. I don't know what's in your heart that the Lord has to take away. I call it oftentimes, the Lord has to tear it out of your heart. Some sort of rebellion against something or somebody, some kind of love of love of sin, some kind of a covetousness. It may be covetousness. Has the Lord ever broke the spirit of covetousness in your heart? You say, "Well, I don't have anything to give, no." But you may have a heart of covetous, or just a r- wicked, rotten, uh, covetous. But my friend, I don't know what I don't know what the Lord's showing you. But if you're not saved, ask the Lord to show you why you're not saved. And I would almost guarantee you. It's a spirit of rebellion in your heart. Not not necessarily against me, against the trailblazer. No, against the truth, against some individual. And uh, that thing has to be broken, my friend. It's a spirit of rebellion there that only the Lord can break. And I've seen it manifested. You know what's the gracious thing, most gracious thing I can tell you about? It's to see an old sinner on the, on the road, down the road to grace. On the road, how the Lord... Uh, he may not even know fully what's happening, but to see the grace of God penetrating that heart, that life, that soul, and to see them begin slowly, one time they would uh, uh, you could see the rebellion in their eyes, you begin to see their face soften up. You ever you ever look at folks? You know, you don't, do you like to look at uh, a soft face? Oh, I do, my friend. I like to look at a soft face. The Lord describes it as a little child, a spirit of a little child. You know, a little child don't know anything about hatred for no one. No, he's got a soft, smooth face and smiles readily and uh, appreciates everything you do for him. But my friend, an old wicked cuss, when you see that thing beginning to disappear, it's a gracious time. And I've seen it happen many, many times. And I praise the Lord for it. The old trailblazer running out of time. Remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer? Is Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We're going to go on down the road, see how the Lord delivered these folk by blood, by blood. And uh, stay with me, if you will. Help me with the broadcast. And then go back and read those ten plagues there in Exodus. And tell someone else about the broadcast. And if you'd like to give out good sound tracks, call me and write me. I'll send you a packet of good tracks to give out. And uh, until next time, this is the old trailblazer. Goodbye, and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad, or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.